All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the TCC podcast. Uh, this week's guest is Andrew Kearns. He's an outdoor slash lifestyle photographer. Uh, not sure if that's what he defines himself as. It's the best way I could describe what his work is. Uh, he's inspired many, inspired many, including myself. Uh, I'm not going to go too long with the intro myself. I'd rather have him do it. Uh, what's up, man? Hey, man. How's it going? Pretty good. What about yourself? Good, good. I'm doing stellar. It's been an awesome day. All right, so just I guess just to kick it off, um, you want to go ahead and give a basic intro to everyone who might not know you, or just yeah. who you are, what you do. Sorry, you might have heard some coughs right there in the intro. I had a tickle in my throat right as you were <laughs> uh, introducing me and all that, so I was just trying no to worries. hold them back. But yeah, anyways, <clears throat> um, yeah. So my name is Andrew Kearns. I've done photography for almost four years now as freelancer, just crazy. And um, I've done YouTube vlogs and video stuff as well for about two and a half years. And actually, a lot of people don't know this, but before I did photography for a living, I did video on the side for a company. So right on. That's right. Uh, I've been been around a while. And uh, I mean, five years, <laughs> I guess, whatever. But four or five long years enough. isn't too long. But yeah, long enough. So Okay, so just to go from there, I just wanted to go ahead and start off just by asking any, but I guess your story of starting out in photography, what motivated you to pick up the camera, uh, any influences, whether they're, whether they're photography-based or not, just what kind of got you to get into it? Yeah. Um, so when I started photography, it was my senior year of high school, ninth grade, uh, or 12th grade. Um, I was like, I think you're like 17 or 18 when you're a senior. I yeah, I think forget. 17 turning 18 maybe. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, I started a digital photo class in my second semester, and you know I, I enjoyed it. And it was a lot of just like stuff I don't even use now, honestly. Oh, for uh, sure. Uh, but we learned like yeah, we just dabbled in Photoshop. We did this and that, and I learned I learned that I liked photography, and I think that's the most important thing that came from that class. Like I learned that I was like, oh, like this is sick, like. I always enjoyed music, and that's actually what I was going to go into before photography. That's a whole nother story. Okay. Um, but I've always enjoyed art and stuff like that, but never really did it a ton outside of music for myself. And I really enjoyed photography, and I gradu I enjoyed the class, I mean. And I graduated. I got a Canon 70D, I think, for or no, a 60D for... Uh, for a graduation present from the whole family they all pitched in and got me it and i was like sick thanks and um yeah i kind of just went from there and i say like a few months later in that winter i went hiking uh and i've been hiking before in my life but like i went on like a washington like a real burly like Washington okay. hike. And now I, now i actually like appreciate what's in front it's the first hike that i was like damn i kind of want to go on a hike let's go it was not the first one that you hate because your parents forced you to go oh, okay, it was okay the first one that i was like stoked on it. And i was like yeah let's all go to a hike and i my friend her dad just hiked every weekend so he's like yeah come along with us and we did and he took us to this place called lake 22 and it's freaking insane like you the, like i've seen you know hike to waterfalls and hike to in the forest like as a kid and stuff and okay that's cool but like when you stand at an alpine lake surrounded by feet of snow and like 2,000 foot cliffs around you and trees everywhere, it's it it was crazy. I was just blown away by the whole experience, and um, I didn't even know there's like that much snow could be on the ground. Like I never knew <laughs> there could be like five feet of snow on the ground until that day. It's like it's crazy what all the it just like did a lot to my mind. I was like, okay, oh, shit, like this is sick. Like I know I really the exact wanna, feeling. Yeah, like, I really want to be uh, doing this more, you know, so. That's, it's rad to hear that, did, so I'm assuming you started out in photography with the class before Instagram was a big thing and everyone wanted to be a photographer because of Instagram is, because I'm, I'm noticing less and less people are starting out that way and it's mm -hmm. kind of, if that is the way it happened, it's kind of rad to hear that there's more people, people our age at least who are getting into it just because they wa wanted to get into photography rather than just from Instagram. Yeah, and so I kind of started getting into it um, right around when Instagram was created. So I had okay. friends who had an iPhone, and I didn't have an iPhone in there. Like, okay. This is before it was on Android, way back in the day. And so, um, yeah, so I just started, like, my friend was talking about Instagram, and I got one when I got an iPhone a couple months later, and 
I was like, oh yeah, like, and I just started posting on it, and I enjoyed it. And I'm gonna stop real quick. So I'm about to get a ferry ticket. No worries. <laughs> hey there. Good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you too. This is the this is the travel life for you. No time ever, so you gotta fit in stuff. Hey man, whatever works. The most the most random pockets of time. So there you guys go. Edmonds to Kingston Ferry. If you're ever in uh. If you're ever in Washington, guys listening and girls listening, just come on through. It's it, always go on a ferry ride. It's just it's just a nice experience. Never so. been on one, so oh know yeah, that. Edmonds Kingston. It's short, but it's sweet. Um, yeah. Anyways, not too bad. So, where was I? Um, Instagram photography. Yeah. That, okay. So I kind of started out in. Um, yeah, I just started out. I got the Instagram app in like 2013 and I just shared my photos as I did it for like up until like 2015. So from like 2012 to 2015, I graduated 2012 and up until 2015, I was just kind of like, I didn't take it seriously. Like I just enjoyed shooting and I, I shot pictures. That's what I did. That's but I would share my it. work. Yeah. I would share my work here and there. I wasn't taking it seriously. Okay. I was just enjoying it, you know? And, and then, sorry, yeah, the photos, but, I'm assuming at this point, the photos are, the photos at this point are for you because you like shooting the photos more so than maybe they've never been this way. But I know for me, at times, it gets to a place where it's almost like you're shooting the photos for Instagram rather than just for the sake of shooting photos. I'm assuming yeah. at this point, it's still just you're like enjoying the photography and just shooting them. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I, I, That's kind of what it came into. And at the time, I was doing like hiking. Like I, was, I did exactly oh, okay. what I fell in love with. I was hiking. I was... Like you look at my work now and it's kind of varietal like from other stuff to hiking and you know but back then all i did was just hike on my spare time because i worked a job and you know in my spare time i would just go hike and i loved it and i still do and um so i just did my thing for a while and um yeah 2015 like that company i told you i was doing video work for on the side they also did graphic design and web design stuff uh, and I was starting to train up with them and I enjoyed training with them. I was learning a lot. Uh, but I also was just limited on my time because of my job, uh, jobs. I had a couple jobs, just like, like shout out to Papa Murphy, shout out to Starbucks, you know, <laughs> pizza, pizza and coffee. Everyone, I feel like everyone has one, at least a pizza or a coffee job. At oh, one for point sure. In life. Um, so yeah, so I was doing those jobs and I was living with my dad at the time. I was like, Hey, like, I really just want to like push forward in this graphic design thing like i want to put all my effort into it and i don't feel like wasting all this time like because I, I was making like you know pocket change at this video company just learning you know like they yeah. paid me what they could they were doing a lot of non-profit stuff and a lot of school stuff so like usually they weren't getting paid and so if they did get paid it was very little so i got a very little of that very little it's kind of For so sure. like i was i was making pocket change with them uh but i really enjoyed it and I mean, blah, blah, the experience blah. for something like that is worth more than like whatever a paycheck could have been to be in like a real world setting where you're doing work rather than yeah. just in a classroom learning. Yeah. And so that's, that's like, yeah, that's how exactly. So I just enjoyed it and whether it was paid or not, I, it was just cool to have my meals cut. Like I could go buy Chick-fil-A or something on the way there and it's covered, you know, I'm like sick, like I'm living the dream and, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was like, so my dad's like, oh, I was waiting for you to say that, like, quit your job, like, go for it. And I was like, thanks, pops. And so, like, a week into this, like, not having a job thing, not even a week, it was like, I think I quit. My last day was on, like, a Tuesday. And then my friend was like, hey, we're hiking with this guy, Sam Elkins, on Friday or Saturday or something. You want it? You want in? I'm like, I was kind of debating at first. I was like, ah, oh, maybe, maybe not. Kind of back and forth. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Like I want to, uh, I want, oh, and I, I, cause I had a meeting that Saturday okay. with the guy I was doing graphic and the guy, his name is Christian. He was actually on the vlogs for a bit there. We worked together okay. on that exactly last summer. So that, yeah. So that's, that's who, um, that's who was hiring me at the time. His, him and a guy named Dave and their company, uh, district Four creative. I don't even know if they're a company anymore. They're kind of doing their own things now. Um, but that's kind of where it was. So. I had a meeting with the Christian that Saturday and I was like, 
hey, like I got an offer to like go hike. And I, I think I knew who Sam was, but I never, I wouldn't say like this photographer I looked up to at the time. Cause I, I okay. just like knew, knew his name. Cause I followed all these photographers on Instagram. I really didn't keep up with Instagram that often, you know, like I'd post every couple weeks or like I'd scroll through every, so Sam Elkins, like I knew of the name, but didn't really like, wasn't super invested into his work at the time. I'm like, oh yeah, like this guy, like I know who he is. And so we all went hiking and it, we all hit it off. Like everyone was homies. And then the next week we went, uh, out to the Olympic Peninsula, which was my first time there. And we just shot her around and that, that trip, Sam and I really got to talk and like got connected. And, um, I just kind of asked him like what he was doing. He was like a junior or a senior in high school at the time. And I just asked what he was doing, like kind of got more info on like what he does as someone who has a following on Instagram. And, you know, I think I think his story, his story in a nutshell was he worked at like Jack in the Box for like very little time. It was like, screw this shit. This sucks. And then like he would been taking photos and then like he would just do like, you know, a few hundred dollars here and there for photo jobs. And like he just made it work as a junior in high school, you know. But then he went into the idea of. Like, yeah, I post, like, on Urban Outfitters blog, and they pay me. I'm like, that's, like, they do that? Like, that's freaking sick. And when he told me, it's, like, some of the numbers, I was like, oh, I didn't know that was worth <laughs> that much. And I'm like, okay. And so, like, fast forward two or three months now, I'm invested so much more into Instagram. I'm growing my following, all this stuff. And then, you know, Christian, like, like we're homies. We're good. Like, it never, there's never ever any bad blood between us at all. But I was like, he's like, hey, man, like, I've noticed you've been skipping meetings. Uh, let's kind of like talk and stuff. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so we start talking and like some days he would cancel on me. Some days I would cancel on him. We just hadn't had a ton of time together to train up and all this stuff. And it became pretty obvious. I was very much more interested in photography than chasing graphic design for a check. You know, like I, I discovered in this time that I'm very creative with what's there and not making up something creative, you know, like I can't, like, I'm just dumb with graphic design. It doesn't, I've doesn't never come. thought of it that way, but that makes yeah. like, literally I just had like the weirdest, yeah. it's, that it's, makes so that, much when I sense. I had that epiphany too. It was like, Oh shit. Like, duh. Like I'm so good. Like you can put me in any scene. I don't want to say so good. That sounds super arrogant, but <laughs> I, I'm just like, I'm much better at you put me in any scene and I can figure out how to make it work. How I, how I would make it make it look good you know but you stick me in front of adobe illustrator which i know how to use in and out <laughs> and i'm like it's just creating something without any like on a blank page like it just doesn't compute that well for me yeah that's a really yeah. the idea of like the so. unknown or making something out of nothing is a lot weirder than like finding something unique in something that already exists exactly then that's why like i've never like not that i'm never gonna try but i've never really invested time into painting or invested time into drawing just because i'm like I don't have reference. If I have reference, I'll like, dude, I'll go all day. But anyways, um, kind of getting off on a tangent there. So yeah, I quit training up with District 4. And then uh, in like March or April 2015. And honestly, I've just been like sort like just going for it from there, like hard, you know, um, there have been good times, there have been bad times. And times where I've been super motivated, times where I've not and you know, that's the name of the game. Like, if you're not going in, like, a little scared and a, and a little anxiety about it all, like, that's because you're not putting yourself out there. Like, you have to put yourself out there, and it's going to be so scary. And that's literally been the past three and a half years for me is just, like, like dipping your toes in and hoping it works. And if it doesn't, just keep doing something, you know? Like, but, you like, just, when it yeah. does work, there's literally, like, I can't – I've been thinking the same way recently. There's, like, nothing that could describe, like, the feeling when it does – just like of being mm -hmm. excited for what's next, being stoked on what you did, and just like improving yourself. It's like the hardest thing to explain, but yeah, I think you're onto something with that for sure. Yeah, and that's like, it's funny too, because like, yeah, I mean, I don't really know where we want this direction to go in the podcast, but I mean, for me, like, you know, it started out as this one thing I loved and I just kind of got known for. And then it kind of just became like, oh, wow, now it's my job, like, cool. And now it's like, like I love having it as a job and it's such a blessing. I literally can't complain about it, but it's also like, Oh, like where, like some, like a lot of times it's like, well, why, what, what is it? Is it a job to me now? Or is it like that passion when I started in 12th grade, you know, like what is it to me now? And really finding like 
you know, what it is and what it means to me now. So I know if that I'm, makes sense. I'm in the same thing right now with like photography video. I'm like been regularly mm -hmm. wondering the same thing. And like there's things you obviously love, but then the more it becomes a job, the more there's certain things you're it's it's definitely a weird balance, but I think that's the beauty of it that you find a way you can almost fall in love with it again when you're doing client work yeah. or when you're doing you just need to find the different things to motivate you. Because I think if I was still make like creating the same way I was when it was just for the sake of creating, I don't know if I'd be just as fulfilled. If that makes sense, it's almost mm. like yeah, no, that, you need that like, sense, yeah. and to a certain extent, like for me personally, I like telling other people's stories and documenting those. Mm. And when you're doing jobs, that gives you the opportunities. There's only so much you could do around your own own life, even though it's constantly changing. Exactly. And yeah, I think I think that's a really good point brought up, and I completely agree. For sure. Uh, um, so I guess just from there, do you, like based on your work and the way it is, do you have any like major influences within the photography space that have influenced the, your style of shooting or the way you shoot that you could think yeah, of off sure. the top of your head or? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Um, hold on. There's some people coming up to my car. Hi. Oh, uh, I'm okay. Thank you though. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Oh man, I don't have any cash on me for the Boy Scout popcorn they're trying to sell me. That's Never smart. Got it. That's smart. Yeah, I, I wish I could. I wish I could buy some right now because that's so much hustle on their part. Like these Dude, kids. I love it. To give you the reference, I'm sitting in a ferry line waiting on the ferry, and these kids just came up and like, hey, like, hey, do you want to buy a popcorn? And heck, if I had cash, I'd respect that. That's hustle genius, so hard. though. Like that's something yeah, someone yeah. would need. Like you're stuck. I I love the hustle and yeah. people think things through. It's funny, like two nights ago, I was leaving in Canada. We have Canadian Tire. It's kind of like a general store type thing, but like a mass sure. chain one. I was leaving there and there was a kid giving, like every other person does like cookies or whatever. And this one kid with the same group, I forget what it was. It was probably Boy Scouts or something, or it might've been something to do with the army. I can't remember exactly what it was, but younger kid, he just had apples that he picked and he was giving away apples instead. And he was like, it was the most <laughs> like... I respected the hustle so much because he was getting, like, the reactions I saw he was getting from people just when, like, he was chatting with them. They were like, oh, apples, that's new. Even my mom, when we walked away, like, we obviously didn't want an apple, but as we walked to the car, she's like, yeah. that's creative. Like, if I had something, and I don't know, I kind of has nothing yeah, to do with the topic of the podcast, but no, I love but yeah, the hustle. It's, it's, I love the hustle, yeah. Gary V talks a lot about that. Oh, that's, for sure. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so. Uh, while I'm on that, yeah, actually. Say that, say that. Yeah, yeah. How Gary V is he? Would you consider him a big influence to you? Do you think he influences like your current hustle? Yeah. Or you? Okay. Oh, hundred percent. I'm actually reading his book. It's literally sitting two feet from me right now. Oh, reading it's called. Like, got it. Like, damn. I'm I'm an audio yeah, book yeah. person, so I'm impressed. Dude, but, I can't tell you. I think the last book I read was probably like eleventh grade to kill a mockingbird. Like, I I suck at sitting down and reading, but okay. I'm forcing myself to and. I'm trying to find subjects I'm like stoked on. So like I've been reading through Gary's book when I have a moment and it is brilliant. Like it's, he's definitely been an influence in, in my life and my work ethic too. And I think I would say an influence and also such a good reminder because oh, I can absolutely. get so caught up in all this, like this or that, this business thing, that business thing, this shoot, that shoot. And then it's like, it, it brings back to that question. He kind of challenges me a lot of like, hey, are, do you love this? Or are you just making it? Are you being an on? It's like, are you being a trendy entrepreneur trying to create a business? And I'm like, oh, like I like what are my thoughts? And I have to really bring it back down. And that's he's a huge reason why I'm going to this shoot right now. Like I'm going to shoot with this artist that I've been connected with. Like we've we've met a couple times, but never like, you know, shot something together. And I've been wanting to do this kind of like like you were saying, telling someone else's story and capturing it well through video, photo, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so he's been a major influence in that. I think more so as a work ethic. And then oh, for sure. and same with Casey Neistat, like his work ethic is so, so inspiring. What he did with YouTube and the vlogs was another level. Like it was just something new. No one had ever done it before. And he changed the game, man. He, he killed it. Um, so those, those would be... I'd say work ethics slash uh, Casey's a good filmmaker and influence in there. But photography wise, I'd say probably my biggest inspiration is a guy named Jared Chambers. Um, he used to, he's kind of OG on Instagram. He doesn't post as much anymore, but he is, his work is something else. And it's, I think one of my favorite things to do is go to his Tumblr 
and I scroll all the way to the bottom of his Tumblr. His name is jaredchambers.tumblr.com, I think is his thing. If you look uh, up okay, his website, noted. you can find the link. I'll be sure um, to link it in the description. Seems yeah, like. Yeah. So, yeah, if you like scroll all the way to the bottom of his Tumblr, I think the very first photo is this black and white of the San Francisco Bridge, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge. And then, okay. from, yeah, so from there, you just start scrolling up and you see, like, oh, he, like, he's takes more pictures they're solid oh he, he takes he's taking portraits now and it's like you keep scrolling it's like oh like these are really well done portraits like here's a set of images like here's a great story being told through through portraits through this and that and then you keep scrolling up and it's like oh he just did a commercial commission for nike for toms for this and that and you just see him develop more and more and then all of a sudden it's getting into these like crazy conceptual ideas amidst all of his like landscapes and portraits like you just see so much work developed over time and you get to see right where he started to whatever the most recent thing he posted was and that's super inspiring for me just because you see you see such a it's an easy way to see an artist's development because you see i think his first post was like 2013 i think his most recent post was sometime in 2017 and so yeah i always i'm always inspired by that because absolutely yeah so he's huge inspiration uh alex stroll he's a close friend of mine now and um always been an inspiration and uh he's just a great businessman and very knowledgeable as well so i'm very inspired by that by him um lately i've been very like in general there's a lot of new photographers that are kind of just putting out this work that i really love because the composition is so brilliant I've been very inspired by composition-based photographers, and I follow so many I can't really like name them off right off okay. the top of my head. But um, I think one good example is a guy named Ruben Wu. Uh, his Instagram is it's Ruben, and he has done this like I don't even need to explain it that much on the podcast. But he's been doing this crazy drone light thing that he kind of just made this thing. It's kind of a trend now, but he made it popular where he would light landscapes at night with drones, and it's just like this crazy cool it creates such a sick scene i think i've um, seen that before i feel like yeah. i've seen like some, some of the classic shots just like the night shots but incorporated i think my buddy might have showed me one. Oh, he's that's like ruben is a great creative mind he actually i don't know if you've ever listened to the tinker podcast with tyson wheatley um i but, haven't but oh. michael suggested the exact same thing so i should probably yes. get on that yeah definitely get on that and listen to ruben's ruben's you know was what? did brilliant. alex stroll have an episode on that yeah, he did. Okay, then I think I've listened to his, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, so Alex has one. Uh, but yeah, check out Ruben's, because I listened to it recently. He talks a lot about art and how he, like kind of what we're doing now, how he got into it. Uh, he actually did music as well. He played. He plays in this band that still goes on today called Lady Tron. I, I can't tell you anything about them or their music, but he's a musician. He takes great photos, like... He has been a big inspiration, and especially the way he composes stuff. It's just very well done and brilliant. And, yeah, so a lot of those guys, like, yeah. And a lot of people outside of Instagram, too. There's a guy named Joey L. He does a lot of, uh, I mean, he has an Instagram. He has a good following, but his following was built off his name, not okay. uh, uh, growing Instagram. You know, he's, he's, like, he's another, like, kind of Pete Souza kind of guy. Pete Souza was the guy who shot obama's presidency for eight years you know and now he has an insanely beautiful well done book about it and like just tons of huge like tons of pages and images of obama's presidency and it's just so brilliantly captured so i've been really inspired by those kind of things that are projects outside of instagram and um yeah joey l like i was mentioning he's just uh he shoots a lot of third world stuff but in a very commercial looking way and it's you'll just have to check out his website to see it joeyl.com um, he also has Instagram, right. joeyl.com, D-O-T-C-O-M. So, okay. anyways. Uh, all those yeah, are going to be in the show notes. So, for those of you guys listening, Sweet. you can just go over to, uh, in iTunes or I think most podcast apps, you can, they'll all be linked and you can check them out. Um, cool. Right on, sorry not to interrupt you, just wanted to make sure no, I good. put yeah. that out there. Yeah, I mean, that's like, it's so hard, like, I always just latch on to image like instagram's so easy to look at images and i follow way too many people and i can't keep up with everyone's name but i always find like especially off of ruben's account and the suggested people off of his account and he also runs this account called imaginary magnitude which i highly recommend following but i follow their hashtag and 
uh, I've just found a bunch of really cool, well done, like, like art image stuff that's been created. And it's so cool. Like, I can't even explain to you, like, once you look at Imaginary Magnitude, his account he runs, it'll, uh, it'll explain itself, but it has this aesthetic that I can't put into words. And even on the podcast with Ruben, like, Ruben couldn't even put it into words either. But once you look at it, you'll know exactly what I mean when you look at the Instagram uh, Imaginary Magnitude. So, um, yeah, those, those have been, yeah, Jared Chambers' main influence, though, for sure. And his work is unreal. I'm kind of excited to go look at his work and see what I can, like, just looking at your work, see how much, one of my favorite things to do is when you hear someone's influences to kind of look at their work and see what they've taken from where and how it's influenced them. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I could bring mine down to, like, I can kind of pinpoint the exact photographers that have really inspired mine, and it's really nice to see how it makes makes your own unique style from it. But yeah. it's also super rad, as you were saying before, just the fact that with Instagram nowadays, we could go to like literally any photographer, anyone in the creative world who's like has a following, whatever, you could scroll down and see their progression. And that's like the most like one, it's hum- it's like humbling and it makes it a little easier for you to feel not feel as terrible as, about your work. But it's also yeah. super motivating to like be able to look through all that and be like and see the progression someone's been through and understanding how you could do the same thing yeah and that's that's a good it's always encouraging to look back at those two because yeah like you look at stroll's first photo or jared chambers's first photo and you like i'm not saying they're bad but you realize you start somewhere you know <laughs> or even have you ever looked through dylan first his like entire feed Dude, yeah he's the he, homie. like he his do, style like, street stuff yeah it's like i never did it but i've never fully gone through it, but my buddy was showing it to me and i was like baffled at how much style like someone's style could change but I feel like yeah. everyone in a certain way, they're just motivated with what's around them. For me, oh, that yeah. was skateboarding. So the first thing I got into was I was just like, oh, I'm going to shoot skateboarding because I skateboard. And then yeah. quite honestly, I found, I think, your vlog and flugs and like you guys kind of got me into like, I kind of always was into the idea of shooting people and expressing myself that way. But it was never something I really wanted to do until I saw oh. you guys doing it and then got into there. I just think it's the coolest thing how you can, how like everyone can change so much like what they're doing with their art. And it's almost nice to know that even if i love what i'm doing now five years from now i could be doing something completely different for sure yeah that's yeah that's cool it's always nice to hear people being inspired by what we all do so yeah for sure um so the next thing i want to talk a bit about was just i guess based on the vlogs what you've documented it's clear that you move around very often uh, a lot more than the average person Uh, I just want to talk a bit about that, how much, I guess, moving around constantly motivates you, uh, just a lifestyle, and I guess what goes goes along with that type of lifestyle. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, the main thing is I have just had to accept that I won't stop moving. Like, I just, like, and not necessarily forever, but, like, I just, like can't i don't know if i just suck a commitment or like whatever but like i just can't stay in one place for that long and the longest place i've kind of stayed the past few years is hawaii for six months and uh it was fun it was a good time there uh but i mean yeah so i mean it's kind of funny you ask this now because this whole past couple weeks has been transitioning back into going on the road i kind of announced it a week or two ago about like hey guys i'm actually going on the road again and all this stuff and really what it came down to is I had a lease up in Bellingham. It was a year long lease and um, Bellingham is like basically Canada, but it's in Washington. Um, So I had a lease there for a year and long story short, I was going down from Washington to Santa Cruz. Okay. Actually a little bit back up. I broke my wrist skating, which sucked. And then, um, like as it was starting to heal and I could work again, my hard drive crashed. And it was the only hard drive I hadn't fully backed up yet. Everyone just listening to the podcast after this, go buy a freaking hard drive and back up your shit. Cause learn from me. It's the worst it's thing ever. Literally the worst thing. Oh yeah. It's, it's like, I don't even want to talk about it, but oh, yeah, okay. it I know. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, kids go get it. Everyone who's listening, just freaking go get one. Um, back up your stuff. And so anyways, so I, I couldn't work and I had a broken wrist so I couldn't even like go surf or anything like 
and I had to go all the way down from Washington to Santa Cruz in like six days or seven days or so. And, um, yeah, so I just started cruising down. I had my laptop and I had a new hard drive with me. So I would like, you know, shoot and whatever. And, um, I met up with some friends and shot this project in Portland we had been dreaming up of, uh, which you guys will see eventually is for a magazine and a publication. So I can't release it yet, unfortunately, but it's just a really fun little project we did. Um, so yeah, then we, I shot that and I just kept going South from there. I went the coast route and like, you know, current me like, or like, like I was just, I'm always in this place of like, I have to get shit done. I have to get things done. And I was like, I could just go down to Santa Cruz and then work for like three, four days and then go to the event and then continue on with my life, you know? But like, I was like, no, 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 no. Like put the brakes on, slow down, like like let's take our time down this and you know so i was like okay so after i finished my project with my friends i just like took a went west onto the coast and just kind of like just like didn't rush like i usually would and i spent time like getting out of the car like taking more photos because like i mean i had nothing to do i had no work to do like i just was like why the hell am i always in a rush you know so i yeah just took my time and i stopped in this really cool southern oregon coast town met up this guy recognized me at a coffee shop and we hung out for a few days and I was like, Oh, this is like, it was just so refreshing and so, um, so great. And then I ended up coming back there a week later to work again with the guy and shoot some images on the new iPhone and stuff like that. And it was just like, I don't know, something about that time. I was like, God, like I love this so much and I just want to be on the road again. Like I, why like why am i trying to stay in washington for winter like i don't even snowboard you know and i just this like it's just this idea of like i really miss this and i really want to do this and i want to do it in a way where i'm not putting so much pressure and giving myself anxiety to like make a vlog every freaking day like i want to i want to do this my way enjoy my time on the road and document it the way i would want to do it and the way i would want to do it is not not in a way of just like shit i gotta get like seven vlogs out like in the next seven days like let's freaking do it like i I just i'm trying to be out of that mindset of just like i have to produce i have to produce i have to produce and i'm the mindset of hey i want to be on the road i'm just going to document it as i would and share it as i would so i ended my i talked to some friends who were moving back to bellingham long story short they took over my lease so I was off of it, and I got a storage unit down in Oregon today, like a few hours ago, and I'm going to drop all my stuff there this week, and that's where my stuff will be, so that's kind of home base. Okay. And I'm just going to, I have something in November, beginning of November, that I'm just piecing. Like, I'm just going, and I'm going to live out this whatever it is, and just document, storytell, like, shoot photos, because I am most inspired when I'm on the road, and I just got to latch onto that, and I get too comfortable too quick if i stay around for sure apartment too long like that was hawaii for me hawaii was so much fun to be at but that's about it it was just so much fun i got very comfortable there i had a lot of fun and i surfed all the time and i never got shit done for sure like it was like it was it was like having too much fun is such a problem and i never knew that until hawaii i you know 100 agree it's weirdly like you get to a point where it's almost unfulfilling at a point Oh, At least it depends yeah. on the type of person you are, but I'm, I think I'm the same way in a lot of ways where I constantly yeah. want to be doing something. And like, I feel like I'm most motivated by progression and feel like I'm getting better. Yeah. So when you're just and like, the, oh, man. it'd be yeah. so easy for me to just skateboard all day. Cause that's like, that was my first love or whatever, but sure. I, I have to be realistic. The reality is I can't be a professional skateboarder and it's more enjoyable for me to do this, which I love just as much, which is photography. Dude and just yeah. do what i love it's some like the same way you could surf all day and you'd probably be happy but like deep down yeah. there's that, that like lack of fulfillment or like higher purpose of like progressing and getting somewhere further yeah and that's you just put it out there so well um yeah that, that you yeah you nailed that so i don't think i need to expand more on that other than for sure didn't like, mean to that. okay stoked you agree i do my best not to like talk for other people when they're on the show <laughs> no. but no, I, mean, I was I was trying to think how to expand on that, but I was like you fucking nailed it. Like I don't even right say on. anything more. Like that was perfect. I, I love you how it. you worded that. Yeah. 
Right on. Um, so I guess we're still on the topic of moving around constant. I think we yeah. more or less covered everything. So, I mean, just to yeah, go a little more on that, like that's kind of like, I think what you just said and bouncing that off the idea of like money versus versus and business versus what you want to be doing. Like I can just tell you guys right now, like I had, I've had great business success the past few years and like i am not strapped for cash at all but i'm not stoked you know and that's because you get like i got something like i i obviously like we all got to make money and live and i made a good amount of money and now it's like all i can think about is protecting it you know it like messes with your mind oh, sure. like you 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 reach out for something you go for like something like i had financial goals and i blew them out of the water and now i have it and now it's like oh i don't want to lose it and you get comfortable you get protect like protective of what you have and uh, I think I was just talking to my stepmom and she just brought that idea to my mind. She's like, oh, you you did this and you attained your goal. And now all you want to do is protect what you attained. And I was like, shit, like that's exactly how you you nailed it. You know, like she the way she explained it, it was exactly me in a nutshell and where I've been. And so that's where like this whole idea of hitting the road kind of comes back, because at the end of the day, like if like I don't need to make these huge tens of thousands of dollars of jobs like that doesn't matter anymore like like and I, if i can encourage everyone listening to this right now like like the business will come but like make sure you're doing what you love first and that's kind of what i'm trying to get back to is like i'd rather make one fifth of what i've made every year and be stoked on the work i'm producing absolutely um, that's one of my favorite things gary Vee will say is like yeah the idea of like i'd rather make 80 being the, an expert on like whatever superhero the weirdest thing possible tiddlywinks making yeah. 80k being the expert on that than like 500k at a job where you spend all your time just wishing you're home doing whatever else that other thing is yeah and that's the thing like oh, yeah yeah that's like a whole i, mean, I could just go oh, I know. I c- off on this the whole day like it's so true and like oh just follow your freaking passions everyone who's listening to Absolutely. this like stop stop wishing and start doing you know my favorite thing that both like casey and gary would say is and i'm sure most people listening to this know who both of those people are most likely more more casey than gary but the idea of like when you're in whatever your job is that you hate the idea that the thing that you're thinking about when you're there that's the thing you should be chasing Mm. and that's the thing you should be doing Um, wow yeah that's that's like like my favorite my one of my favorite things Casey and I said has said because like truthfully I don't watch his vlogs often I'm not yeah like I I can't, I can't really get super into them just because the topics around them don't interest me too much but as a person sure. and as like a business person and a creative that side of it inspires me so much the stuff he oh, said yeah. within chasing your passion and I think that's such an important thing yeah I agree I agree right on uh, so, can you because my audio is still fine. I, I parked in the ferry and there's like a big old fan next to me. Um, I can't hear anything at the moment, so I think we're good. Perfect. Perfect. Um, if I didn't catch anything, sorry, guys. Um, comment <laughs> below. Actually, it's a podcast. You can't comment. DM me yeah. on Instagram if it bugs you. Email me at andytcurrents.com <laughs> at gmail and say that the audio was crap. And Actually, then- don't do that. I have already enough emails coming in. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's a recipe for disaster. I really don't yeah. think you want to open up those. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> All right, so where were we? Um, uh, we were just talking about like what, like always moving around and always moving um, around. Right on. Um, I think like I think at time, I think at some point in my life, I'll like actually have a place. Like I'd love to get a property and like maybe rent it out and just have a steady place to where I know I can go back and I know I can go to that coffee shop i really like because i really value consistency i, I agree just, with you so much like i love yeah. the idea of constant travel but my like the long-term thing is i feel like there's something about consistency and just having like the home base even uh-huh. if you're never home just having the one place that like you associate as home there's something yeah like i can't put it into words but there is something absolutely behind that that i think yeah. is really important like every time i go i guess like i mean so my stuff's gonna be in beaverton oregon and my parents' house is in Everett, and so when I'm not traveling too much and I just need a, a few days to chill, I kind of just go to my parents' house in Everett, and my friend, my buddy Max, shout out to Max, he owns this coffee shop named Narrative Coffee, and it's like my favorite coffee shop ever, and it's 
semi-biased because he's obviously like a homie of mine and he owns it but it's also like damn good coffee like i bring my friends there and they're blown out of the water like max knows his shit <laughs> uh but um so and just being able to wake up in the morning go there at opening and like i know the baristas they know me like we're all like we sometimes like when i'm around we'll hang out outside of their job and such and like just having that kind of like we're not super close but just being able to go there like hang like I know it's going to be a bomb latte coming my way. I know Josh is going to make it real good. And like, and it's just having that there is so nice sometimes. Yeah, and I'm sure one day I'll value it just enough to actually commit to somewhere. But for now, like I'm 24 and I'm gunning. Like I'm not about this. I, just, I mean, better to do it while you can. That's my favorite way yeah. to think about it. Exactly. Like so. the idea, like, I don't know. You can, oh, there's always time to have that home base and, hang around and do it and even you could do it at this point and have a small amount of it but nothing scares me more than the idea of regret and there's certain things that like at our age and what we're able to do it just makes so much more sense to send it while we can than like regret not doing it later yeah a hundred percent and that's that's where i'm at with things you know and that's why i want to travel and document and encourage people to do the same like i don't know just reading the like gary v book like and all that stuff like hearing some like i guess i'll just explain my exact thought today i got a message from someone saying hey like uh he like posted something about putting one of my prints up and i was like oh cool so i like messaged back and i was like oh it looks so sick and he responded back to me and um he was like yeah i don't know if you remember but you sent it my girlfriend had you write me a letter and send me the print with it as she bought the print i was like oh yeah i like totally remember that and He's like, yeah, ever since, or he's like, I started watching your vlogs. Ever since I got that, I wrote him like a message because he did like wedding photography, I believe, or something. Okay. Or like he was he was getting into photography and was really loving it. And I just, I think I just wrote like an encouraging message to him. Be like, hey man, like keep at it. Like if you want it enough, you will, you'll succeed. And it was so sick. He messaged me today uh, after I commented back on like, oh yeah, sick. I love seeing my work up there. And he's like, I don't know if you remember. And he was like, yeah, so like, I just started taking it seriously after that thing. And this past year, I've booked 20 weddings and I'm making just as much That's as my so colleagues costing. And I'm like, shit, like, how can I not make these? Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't make a shit ton of money off ads. I've never made a lot of money off ads since on YouTube. Like, I don't think YouTube anyone started, is anymore, but... Yeah, when YouTube started, it was all about just me doing something creative. And it was so fun. And like 200 vlogs later people were really inspired by it and i hear the stories here and there i'm like oh that's awesome oh that's awesome but then like hearing them like i just love how specific that was it was just like i started taking it seriously and i booked 20 weddings this year and i'm making just as much as my college costs and i'm like hell yeah like that's like that's so rad to hear that's like like, how can i not be like at the end of the day that's that's what's most important like who cares like about a check like I just need to be making this stuff I want to make and encourage people to do the exact same things by showing them how I'm making this stuff I want to make. And I'm thankful for the financial freedom I have, but I was also doing it when I didn't have this financial freedom. And I would say I was even doing it more so when I didn't have the financial freedom. And, you know, you get that, you get that finances and it's easy to protect, but that's why, yeah, I might open it up, I guess a lot here, but that's like, that's what's up. Thanks for a good podcast. yeah like i just want to encourage people to do the shit they like because that's like that's the level i've been on right now just thinking in that mindset and just stopping making excuses and going so there's nothing better like nothing more rewarding than rewarding than knowing like stuff you've done has influenced other people i don't know if it's for everyone but at least for me and for a lot of people i've talked to that's like one of the most fulfilling things is knowing Mm -hmm. that what you've put out has influenced other people and just inspired so that's definitely like that's one of my favorite things the idea that like even i'm just starting out but like what could come from what i'm doing the idea that it could influence other people is like one of my biggest motivations so i'm stoked yeah. to see you're in like the same boat yeah and it, it really meant a lot that how specific he went oh he was for like, sure yeah i started my photography events and i would have been like cool but he's like yeah i booked 20 weddings and it's paying for my college and i'm like what like you know that was that specific example was like okay like it's not just like a half-ass photography business like he's taking it for real and like i posted something that changed his life like that's wild that's the biggest thing and then the same way i'm sure you could probably target people who did something similar to that to you that got you to where you are and like every single one of us can and it's one of those things where 
you gotta wonder where maybe that's in a lot of ways our purpose they were really supposed to just be pushing i guess just inspiring others and getting inspired by other yeah. people and that's just like i think that's just such an important part a bit about being fulfilled and being happy and just living a good life is just stoking other people yeah. out exactly that's that's where i gotta just keep it in line too and keep reminding myself and keep making that the goal every for sure day with everything i do so which i mean obviously with balance like obviously i'm sure it's not motivating to make vlogs just because of that and have to really work like crazy for vlogs because at that point yeah if you're not motivated how are you motivating them and i definitely there's like two sides to it and i can imagine never talk never really asked about it but i'd imagine that had something to do with like the break from the vlog that at a point it stops being fulfilling when you're just doing it to get it out because I did watch a few yeah. of the videos and it seemed like that's what it was. I'm not sure if you want to yeah. talk about that at all or just like the period yeah, off mean, the vlog or what, what caused the break. No, for sure. And I had, a few, I had a few ideas and, you know, I was thinking of it and it's not wrong to think of it this way, but I was thinking of it from a business aspect and um, it just becomes the wrong thing when it becomes more about a production and a, and a task than, uh, like I just kind of lost what was, the, like the beginning of them it started as something and then just kind of became something else and sometimes it can become something else and be a good thing but in this case it just like wasn't healthy for me and I got you, you can just get so obsessed with numbers and oh, all I this know. stuff and it's just something where you don't want to be like I'm at the point where it's like I'd rather just be producing good work and what I want to be putting out there and encouraging people to do the same and you know making less money if it comes to it. if i make more money than sick i'm glad i did oh, for but sure. like like at the end of the day like it's just what you want to do and i just wasn't doing that with the vlogs when i kind of put a break on them like i don't think it was intentional to okay. like break as long as i had but um but life happens as, it's... yeah life happens and i think i think i'm gonna start bringing them back again like I'm not making any commitments yet, but that's my favorite thing. A, the no commitment thing. I've even with this podcast, it's making commitments to anything creative. I think is the most detrimental thing, especially when, like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever tried having an uploading schedule for Instagram for when you need to post your photos or like YouTube. Yeah. I've tried YouTube. It's the most like, at least for me, the way I create, it's the most damaging thing. Like I, I definitely think some sort of deadline just to make you create more is important, but it can get yeah, really yeah. like, you start rushing things and just putting stuff out that you're not proud of and you could really create this mindset that you're creating just for the sake of creating rather than creating yeah. meaningful stuff that you like want to be creating that you're stoked on. Yeah. No, you nailed it. That's that's very well put and that's where the vlogs were. I just wasn't it wasn't creating for me. It was just creating a, a to get a chore done kind of thing, which is the worst way to do it. And Sure, when you need the money, I would encourage anyone, if you have something like that, just you need to do what you got to do, as long as you understand yeah. that you want to oh, do something else. 100%. But when it's like, I understand entirely where you're coming from, where it's one of those things where it's like, where you have the choice to do what you like, it's probably a good thing to let go a little bit and just refind, which it seems like to an extent you may have refound the passion for the vlogs you're creating in that sense. Just yeah. based on the way I've been seeing them come out recently, that it's like when I watch a vlog from you, it feels like it's like you sat there and you're like, oh, I want to film this today. And it wasn't like, yeah. oh, I got to film a vlog. And it like really yeah. shows with the videos for what it's worth. Yeah. And that's like, that's the goal too, is just to, just to want to film and not forcing to film. And yeah, you, you got, you pretty much set up there perfectly. So right on. Um, so I said 45 minutes and we're about 50 minutes. So I'll try to wrap sure. this up. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, yeah. Um, but the next thing I want to go over just like real quick is we've kind of already gone over this throughout the majority of the podcast, but what's next for you? Any future goals you have, anything you're stoked on now, just like what your plans are? Yeah. I mean, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm heading out to yeah document the artist I mentioned and, uh, um, that's really what I want to be doing is documenting people and documenting their story. Um, and be, being more intentional about planning them and not just expecting it to happen. And that's been a big lesson for me lately is to just, if you want something like freaking ask, like it's, it's been even the past few days, like or past week, I've been applying that a lot more. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So applying that to this whole idea of living on the road, like reach out to people, make plans, like, 
like you want to shoot with them like oh you're scared they're gonna say no suck it up asking like the worst they can say yeah. is no and just being out there and like documenting these experiences because yeah i have goals and i want to just document working towards these goals i guess so and i think um, that's the best way to do it yeah. that's rad um right on um so that honestly wraps up everything i really want to talk about uh once again thanks so much for taking time to be on the show i really appreciate yeah, it um don't like that i just called it a show it's a podcast i it's a podcast huh? um i don't know if there's a difference but like for some reason when i said that i really didn't like calling it the show um so i'm just i'm just good. gonna put put that out there on the podcast <laughs> um do you have any before we wrap this up do you have any final words or advice for expi- aspiring creatives or anyone trying to do something um, similar yeah there's man i i love sharing advice and i love teaching and i love encouraging others to do what they love and um there's so much i could say but i think i think the most important thing is the especially this last week for me is to freaking ask and like put yourself out there like literally the worst thing people can say is no um and i just talking with friends and in my own life this past week or two just hearing people put themselves out there and just ask and just see what happens like it's insane, man. Like, if people don't, people can get anxiety about, oh, I'm scared that they're going to say no, or what if they, like, hate me, and, like, I don't know that, like, suck it, just ask, but you know, and, yeah. That's, like, one of my favorite things, because, like, real, realistically, what is the worst that can happen other than a no? Yeah. And I mean, if you, if you ask about an opportunity, they're not going to steal your, all your money, and, yeah. like, they're not going to also know all your information, and then you have zero dollars in your bank account. Like, that's not, that's For not sure. what's going to happen. That's Nothing... Insane. They're just like, gonna say no, or you're kind of getting a response. Like, like there's obviously it's, it's, there's a smart yeah. way to ask, and it's important that people understand that you need to provide value in a lot of situations, and really understanding mm-hmm. business with it. But the idea of no, even for the majority of people, they have a val- something that they could ask very, like, well put together, and they're just not doing it because they're afraid of a no. And in that case, I definitely think it's so important to just ask. And the once, like you said, the worst that can ha- that can happen is get a no. Yeah. And yeah, it's just important to realize that. And there's a lot of opportunities out there and they're only an email away. They're only a a phone call or whatever away. So just put yourself out there and be willing to take some no's to eventually get a yes. So couldn't agree more right on. Um, Yeah. So just finally, is there anything you want to plug your YouTube, your Instagram, anything you want people to check out before we wrap this up? Oh man. Um, yeah, I guess I guess the YouTube channel would be cool. Uh, All right. Honestly, I, I don't really know the URL because I thought I had a URL, but it's not. The, it's All right. um, YouTube is so confusing. But Andrew T Kern's vlogs, if you look it up on Google, is like the first. Right thing on. Show and then, up. what's your Instagram handle as well? Just uh, Andrew for T. Kearns. Andrew T Kearns. All right. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead to your actual socials and just link them in the show notes. But for those of See? you guys, if you're driving or listening or anything, pull over, pull out your phone. Search him up on Instagram. I think his YouTube comes up there as well. Super talented yeah. photographer. You'll be you won't regret giving him a follow and checking it out. Be sure to go ahead and do that. Um, thanks again for being on the show, man. Uh, have a good. Yeah, one. of course. Yeah, was, thanks for having me. No worries. Easy.